have to take a bathroom break, we go to the bathroom. There's a mic waiting for us there. We continue to partake in the show. Absolutely. Or just talking into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'll be like, hold on, guys. Hold on a second. I, mean, I have to wipe. I was really just... <laughs> Oh, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> Just be like, last job was good. Hang on. Last job was good. <laughs> That's my thoughts. There's no handlebars in here. What do I hold on to? <laughs> oh, it stinks. It broke the surface. It broke the surface. It's true. Hey, be careful there with uh, when you're Googling stuff because there's some spoiler territory in Solo. Yeah, basically. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> welcome everyone to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. And I'm Joe. Let's get to know Joe. Yeah, let's get to know Joe. Plot twist. Spoiler. Uh, third member. My BFFFFFF Joe is here. Frequently mentioned on the podcast, in case you didn't know, Joe. I have, I have noticed. I've yeah. noticed. <laughs> well, you know, it's just like you're, you're, you're here in our hearts when we talk about you because we, we, you know, you have so much in common with the podcast and you know what I mean? And um, when you're friends with someone, as long as you and I have been friends, we rub off on each other a lot. Like I can personally say, like I would have. Never... I can't wait for you guys to rub off me. <laughs> rub me off. I didn't know that Rub. this was that kind of show. Mm. <laughs> well, we are, it is when we have guests. We are, using, we are using a new table, um, and I think you would be a shorter reach for me if I wanted to reach across. I could definitely use my feet. Oh, I am so into foot jobs lately. Really? Not really. No. Uh, okay, well, but no, no. Well, but you were being a team player. Yeah, I was, I was, I was on board. I, I was not going to deny. It's true. So. so, everyone, let's get to know each other, but the best way to do that is to follow us on Twitter. That is WDMR podcast at wdmr podcast i'm gonna stop clicking this fucking pen like yeah, a bad boy now it's, it's, it's take it away from me you take get, it away from me the best you, way to get to know us is that you get the one to, that doesn't click hit us back follow us on twitter i don't need the one that clicks either we want to be friends with you we want to hear from you we want your feedback we want to yeah. know if you guys want to talk to us about like if you want to talk to us thank you brian oh is oh ooh, a notepad for joe to collect his thoughts oh man yes. we're so kind um so if you want to talk to us if you want us to talk about something specific if you like when we talk about certain things and not other things like strangling turkeys and being erect then that is the best way to let us know is to tweet yes. us on twitter ron howard retweeted me last night yes he did Really? Ron fucking Howard retweeted me last night, but everyone's getting it's like, you know, it's like every solo ticket purchase yeah. is a is a um it comes with a free retweet from Ron Howard right now, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I that's the best way to really get the good stuff about your new movie out there. It's true. So everybody's doing that pretty yeah. much. Like wasn't Ryan Johnson doing that after uh, Last Jedi? Potentially, he might have been. I don't know that he was doing it that often, and I don't. But I don't remember if I said anything after the Last Jedi personally. Right. Um. But maybe he was. We can go back and look. I noticed Ryan Reynolds was doing that after the first Deadpool. That too. Yeah, because they so, want these things to succeed, and it's yeah. really wishy-washy. And you know, with all the, um, with all the drama behind Solo, changing directors halfway through production, and then you know, um, a lot of fans just being generally displeased with the Last Jedi. I wonder if they're freaking out a little bit because you know when does a director go out of the way to retweet every single person that says something because I'm pretty sure it's every single person that still you know oddly enough I still have like 60 plus likes on it and like four retweets from a bunch of people and counting they keep going up and I feel like that's because what I said on there on the tweet which was Solo has the best twist since Empire and right. I loved it mm -hmm. that um it just made it all you know 
Oh, is yeah, no. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we need to stop talking about it Solo was, because oh, I haven't sorry. seen it yet. It <laughs> is, yeah. I tell you what, that that movie, no, it was solid. It it reinstalled my faith, reinstalled, excuse me, uh, my faith in Star Wars completely, and we can get more into that in The Last Jedi catch-up that we're going to do here in a few. Um, Did you like my response to your uh, sending me the screenshot of the tweet? Oh, what? Ooh. <laughs> you, you sent so, and I went low. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. I certainly get it now. I didn't see it until I woke up. You texted me back right. at like 1 a.m. I was passed out. Right. For sure. Yeah. That's a th- well, news on that front. I will be moving to the day shift in three weeks' time. Yes. So you will be getting a much better rested Rich on the future shows after June 25th. Oh my gosh, that is so, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, also, there's another development in oh. terms of how the podcast is changing. Oh, really? And I think that's your news to share, though. Ah, uh, yes. I will save that for later. Oh, we're going to do it later? I'm going to do that at the end. Oh, at the end? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll save that for the end. Okay, well then let's save it for the end. Now, um, Joe, since you're our guest, let's let's have you start first. What what have you been playing, reading, or watching this this week that is means for conversation here at when Daniel met Rich and Joe? Um, well, I have plus Joe, feature Joe, feature feet feet Not Joe, Joe. Feet. <laughs> the no. Dan and Rich experience featuring Joe. Okay, thank you. Excellent, excellent. Um, I've been playing. Yesterday was the twenty fifth. Uh, so I've been playing Dark Souls Remastered. Right. Of course. Um, love it. I mean, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Dark Souls. Well, this is only your 27th playthrough? Uh, yeah, something like that. You could probably put a zero on there, and it probably wouldn't be too far from the truth. <laughs> do you remember how you got into that game? I do. Uh, you and I were living together, and you rented it from Redbox, I think. And... I played it for like two seconds and fell in love with it and then yep. got it for my birthday. And, and I was like, fuck this game. Never looked back. Never I was like, fuck this game. And then, yeah, I remember you were like, this game took my friend. I don't like it anymore. I remember you talking about it. You saved mom, um, your mom, not my mom. We just, we, we call them moms because they are moms. Yes. Um, but you were the like, collective mom. Mom, I saved this money on groceries or something like that. Or like, I don't need gas money this week or something like that. And can I just buy Dark Souls? And she was like, well, yeah. Well, no, it was actually my birthday. Oh, uh, is that I what think, it was? Okay. Because okay. I think it came out um, early October mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. in 2011. Right. And I went, I was just like, hey, mom, so for my birthday present, since you love me so much, uh, why don't I just go get this game? And you right. don't even have to come with me. I'll just go by myself. And, and it's been, it's just been love at first sight. Oh, since it's just been a perfect it. marriage. I've never, never given it up. And the remaster is actually, you know, I've heard a lot of complaints. A lot of people are saying that it's not. They didn't do enough. It's a lazy remaster, but mm-hmm. I don't really see it that way. Um, obviously, if you had the P, uh, if you had the PC version, the Prepare to Die edition, yeah, it is basically just a DS fix. Um, but they did things like add servers. Um, there's a lot of uh, goofy little things that are uh, different. Like they, I think they, I don't want to say they up the resolution too much, but there are some things that are so crisp and clean mm-hmm. that it looks like it's made out of yeah, paper. Yeah, I played it this morning, and it was it was smooth as shit, you know? Oh, yeah. It's, it's something, something to really appreciate when you're looking at, like, Xbox 360. You're blinking at the camera because you don't do anything with Dark Souls, Rich. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I was entertaining myself. I was like, can I see myself blink? Let's see. <laughs> no, it's, we're gonna, it's quite a challenge, really. Uh, we're we're going we're gonna to segue you into this conversation here in a of second. Of course. No, 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 I was... No. But no, because... 
build the Dark Souls business. Yeah, well, no, and I've talked about it, and because you, like you're a noob to Dark Souls. Now, Joe and I have since uh, before the remaster was announced, we tried to go back as soon as Dark Souls was made backwards compatible on 360 to play together. Mm. Um, the servers from back in the day were PvP based. Okay. How loud was that bird, Brian? Did you hear it at all? Okay, there was a bird like right out the whistle. Okay. Like, oh, you want a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how fast we can whistle. All right, <laughs> listeners, our new ch newest challenge. Get Daniel to ignore all background noise. It's true. That shit's driving me nuts. Anyways, so, uh, no, that's okay. We're going to get eggshell containers. Um, not eggshell, sorry. Eggs, like egg cartons, and we're just going to, like, staple the walls, like, in Hustle and Flow. One seminal nice. um, movie about hustling as a pimp and trying to rap at the same time. Um, and also, Perhaps we can do that with the uh, Denebrick. Stay tuned for your news about, regarding the Denebrick. Anyway. It was like, you're just going to, okay, just tease it like that. Okay. Um, but anyway, so we were talking about Dark Souls, and I was playing it this morning, and I think um, it was, I got to like Lord Ran, and it's really funny when you get back into an old game again. Um, just being able to like smooth along and you know it just you get right back into it you know I beat yeah. the first boss no issues I remember he kicked my ass like eight times the first time I played the game just because it's a whole new game and it's not you know the easiest thing to pick up it's not your you know it's not a platformer it's actually like it's own breed of game and that's why there's so many copies of it that's why there's so many clones of it oh yeah um, okay. but there were uh, PvP servers uh, which is uh, uh, player to player servers yeah. that were not dedicated so you basically had to meet up based on other people and the way they originally made the game um, was so that you they wanted to make it so you couldn't play with your friends if you're in a party they would kick you out of the party and like force you to play with new people they wanted you to meet with strangers in this world to have to get along with strangers wow. and cooperate with strangers for the same reason you know in that barbaric like you're on your own feeling which is mm -hmm. what Dark Souls is great at making you feel um, also having invaders invade your you'll be like making it farther than you've ever made it and you're like wow I think I'm actually gonna get somewhere this time and then someone invades you and kills you and takes your shit oh jeez <laughs> that is the barbaricness but it's also this weird pivotal moment because what when you win fights like that yeah it's something else new new uh, remastered they have dedicated servers Yes, and you can find so people. Nice. You can use a password code, and this is something they added in um, the remaster of Dark Souls 2 for Xbox One, Dark Souls 3, and Bloodborne. There's a password system now where you type in a password, kind of like old-school Diablo or something. Um, you type in a password you uh, and start searching. Anyone with that password, you're going to end up being um, sent to their world to oh, help cool. them with their battle. So um, this is the opportune time to get you into Dark Souls. And mm -hmm. the reason I feel that way is because... Uh, after playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which you spent only, what, 500 hours in uh, between two consoles, it I feel like one of the largest inspirations for Breath of the Wild was Dark Souls. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It was it was the difficulty in Breath of the Wild. Like, I remember I was on the plateau, mm -hmm. and there was a red bacoblin with, and he caught his, uh, he caught his club on fire and hit me, and I was dead. You know, oh, yeah. Because fire yeah. does, like, six hearts of damage by yeah. itself. And I, it was from that moment I was like, yes, I am hooked. Like, it is <laughs> happening right now. And I only played uh, normal mode for maybe 20 hours until I felt comfortable. And then I switched over to master mode to continue it. Okay. Um, master mode, though, that's a whole other. That's a whole other bear. <laughs> master mode. Mm. Which, yeah, Rich has already made it his bitch. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, but yeah. the hardest. Uh, so you've got. Have you gotten the master cycle zero? Yes. Of course you have. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm still working on it. I'm, I'm working on the second uh, boss right now. Um, yeah. And it's just 
like with those boss fights, the the scripted ones where you have to go back and fight the yeah, four yeah. divine beasts again, or the the Ganon yeah. blights, the Ganon blights. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it dictates your armor and your yeah, weapons and, and shit. How it's many like, arrows you have? Yeah. And like, I I lost because he kept regenerating. Like I couldn't attack him enough, and I lost all my weapons and like had to die. But like that kind of stuff, where I just love it, where you just have to be on top of the boss the whole yeah. time, right? Or you're gonna lose. Like yeah. You, yeah, simply by attrition, you'll lose. The only way I made it through that was uh, bomb cycling. Oh, okay. So, like, if the boss started... Because if it goes long enough without taking any damage, it will start regenerating. Right. So I would time it with the circular bomb and the square bomb. And so it was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. I gotta get this... Okay, ignite this bomb. Stops the ge- regeneration. Right. This bomb. your mic. Sorry. <laughs> Ryan, are we cool? <laughs> he can't hear that difference. It's only in post that we can hear oh, okay. you when you're like obviously not. And it's hard to do because we have a third person, right? Yeah. Sorry, I just like I just realized that too that you were like partially because you're like trying to talk to him. And that's okay. We can move our mics. We can move our mics. We can take him with us. Okay. Uh, he's going fucking nuts. Maybe we should close the window just a smidge. Sorry, listen. You want to take this into a sweat lodge? We'll sweat lodge. That's it. I'll take off my shirt. We'll get flagged on YouTube. I don't care. Because I think YouTube has a new nudity policy where they don't want you to do things. You know what? Everybody tolerate the bird for a little while. I'm not standing up yet. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it took us about uh, 20 minutes to get into position. Yeah. Yeah, let's not get out of it. Welcome to the Daniel Rich Experience featuring Joe. Let's get to know Bird. Yeah. Uh, But can can you hear him over us? Yeah, I can hear him go tweet, tweet, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that bad, but I can hear him talking. Right. Do you have a BB gun? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, we can just one shot the bird. No, but uh, I mean, okay, if... I have an open okay. okay. I don't know why I was being lazy and not helping. Okay. Maybe yeah, you have to. Was the farthest away. You have to pull that thingy to lift the thingy and then push the thingy to shut the thingy. Um, but how do you like master mode? I dig master mode after after doing like you don't have to shut it all the way just shut it over. Okay, fine. Be picky. I don't care. I'm just gonna no 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 no. I just don't even don't even is that how? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Like there. Right there. Yeah. Is that okay, Master Rich? I don't know, Master Daniel, but I'm keeping you. Well. All right. How's the? Let's see, how's the lighting? Are we washed out? Well, we're, we are a little washed out over there on the edge, but this is not the time for doing it, so let's just <laughs> keep going. Sorry. Nope, you hit the fan. There we go. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, we'd rather be a little dark than blown out. To cool. Okay, okay, sorry. Okay. Well, Close that'll actually help with the heat because those lamps put out a lot of heat. So, yeah. Anyway. It's already so. kind of cooler in here. A little bit, yeah. Well, the AC kicked on. I feel it. Oh, okay. No, that <laughs> oh, yeah, and Brian's right on top of it. Oh, yeah. You can just take off your pants and air out the nethers. Eventually. If you wanted to. <laughs> right. anyway. We might end up naked by the end of the podcast anyway. Yeah. It is It is the sensual right. uh, yes. Dan and Rich show. So, master mode. Yes. So, I'm digging ma- I dig master mode just because, you know, by the time you get through all the shrines and everything, then it's like, I have made you my bitch, Hyrule. Right. And then you go, and like, oh, I'm going to start master mode. And you get, like, pimp smacked 
Yeah, every turn. I mean, I was sh- I was just running around the plateau on my first run of master mode, and there's a silver Lionel, yeah. like all of a sudden on the plateau, <laughs> and I didn't even see any of the red, any of the easy bokoblins. They were just gone. Yeah. they were all blue or higher, and it was just that was yeah completely brutal. I loved it, and yeah. then I fell in love with it all over again. Yeah, so I spent like a good, I'd say I spent a good forty hours just Lionel hunting. Yeah, just figuring out where they all were on my map marking them and then just oh blood moon sweet i'm gonna go rack up equipment right dude they have the best equipment they're oh, yeah. so fun they're yeah. so fun to fight oh yeah those those weapons are brutal but they're super fucking powerful yes it's like oh, i love it and that's the nice thing about dark souls too and the way it like it comes around is that like you need to find new avenue avenues of approach sometimes you know and maybe yeah. you can't get down this hallway but if you go out and you do something else you might be able to come back and just spank that hallway after you've you know you've gone out and you've you know yeah. it's kind of this obviously there's a grind to that right but yeah. it's it's amazing when the game is not an actual grind where you can go out and you can because that's the issue with a lot of games like for instance destiny and other mmos is, is that saw out there driving you nuts why are you rolling your oh you're rolling your eyes about grinding brian destiny destiny oh destiny too. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get we'll get to that when we have uh cody on the show but uh the the whole deal with grinding and like what i think is really good about these games is when they have a grind um but everything about the grind is authentic you don't have to go out and kill the same 10 goblins every time to level up sometimes you can do that in dark souls right but the cool thing about dark souls is that if you can't get one direction maybe you can go the other direction instead of going up maybe you can go down and dark souls has an amazing way of like pivoting you into these corners where like there's a fork in the road and you don't even know it yeah. and then when you're like shit what do I do and you're just walking around like maybe I can find a better weapon to beat this guy that's in my way and you walk around you can end up wandering for three hours and end up at a different boss yeah, it is a vastly open world, and the next the, the next cool thing about these Dark Souls games is that when you're say you're like you make it to a cliff and you see a castle in the distance or a tower over there or a tower over there, you will end up at those places. It's not just for looks; that is the actual map that you're looking at. So you'll start at a place in the game, then you'll get to the highest tower, and you can look down and see the exact same bridge that used to be massive in scale to you, because that's where you were at really cool like that in that kind of Zelda open world that's where that is oh yeah kind of way. and I always enjoyed the scale for that reason of those games oh yeah I mean and the, just the verticality of it is wonderful like when you get to the main hub Firelink at the beginning of the game you see this massive tree and the intro sequence shows you all these other massive trees too but you see this huge tree eventually at some point not only will you go to the base of this tree which is pretty much like overseeing like you see this vast cliff you can't even see the bottom and the trees growing out of that eventually you will be at the base of this tree and then eventually again you will go into the tree and even lower down like Mm -hmm. you it's just the sheer vastness is amazing it's supreme map making oh yeah map design oh it's best um joe are you gonna still buy now you know uh the switch version of dark souls has been delayed are you gonna play it on switch still you know i i don't know um i mean probably i've replayed i replayed dark souls at least twice a year right um so i mean i would do it yeah why not do it on the switch just take it with me and just play wherever yeah Yeah. i mean i probably will fair enough it's i just love that game so much right 
I just I don't know. And you know, as much as I love Switch's portability, you know, the most time I've gotten out of it is when I'm out places, like when I'm visiting friends at the hospital. Um, is when I'll put the most time into Super Mario Odyssey when I'm, you know, uh, visiting friends in the hospital out of state. <laughs> yep. I'll put a ton of time into Owlboy at the airport, you know, like yep. things like that. Um, for, for me, it's usually the exclusives that only get me on there. And then, you know, um, with Zelda, don't get me wrong, I love Zelda. Um, but sometimes I'm just like, there are so many games to play, and being that I am so hungry for story, like playing God of War on easy mode, you know, just so I could get right. through it unobstructed, and how much I love my story modes. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, I know there's a lot there, and I know that I would enjoy doing everything. I have too many games to get through up until this point, especially. I haven't played any games for like well over two weeks, except for getting to Lordran this morning in Dark Souls. Fair enough. And oh. and just from editing and doing all the stuffs, you mm-hmm. know, and um, it's like something that that I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, how many games have come out in the last two weeks that I'm like behind on that I really want to play Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze? I'm like, Ooh. fuck, yeah, I want to play that so bad. Yeah, no time. Yep. Outlast two, I started it. Want to keep playing it so bad. Gonna play it tonight probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> since things are starting to get get caught up on and you know get get, yeah. get our episode underway here. Well, we that's I mean. For me, that's why Switch is king. Because the only time I have to play anything is when I'm trapped somewhere. Yeah. Like, right. like yeah. A, wait, a doctor's waiting room in the hospital with somebody who's sick, waiting on the airplane, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm just stuck waiting and I'm like, God damn it, I wish I had something to play, yeah. pull out the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Breath of the Wild is right there, or Bayonetta's right there. Or There's Bayonetta a fender, right fender bender on I-25. You wolf out the Switch. Uh, you're no. stuck in traffic. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't fuck with screens and traffic. No. At all. I just mounted my uh, uh, suction cup to the windshield and it like that holds the switch yeah, right you just, there you just drive yeah. with your knees exactly you yeah exactly no <laughs> you know they're called joy-con for a reason you know what i mean you pull them off and then you put them over the wheel and you can like you know like you can have there's them there's the steering wheel joy-con they want to provide <laughs> joy wherever you are in life so whether yeah. you're there uh whether you're having sex with your wife you can play switch anytime yeah just put that touch screen right between her shoulder blades, and when she's like pushing against the bed, yeah, then yeah, it just yeah. pins it right in place. So you see exactly. what you're doing while you're just <laughs> right, exactly. Unless motion controls are on, in which case you're trying to get that fucking ball in the hole. And it's like, damn, it's so easy to get it in the hole right now, but in the game, not so much because the motion control is moving it in the Joy-Con. Anyways, um, you're not a true gamer if you can't get the ball in the hole while you're fucking. I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> no, it's true, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you get the game much more often than you have sex sometimes. Uh, pretty life. much. Yeah. So, that's... You know, sometimes you're putting it in the hole more often in video games. Yeah. Hey. Than you are in real life. Yep. Which is fine. I, I mean, unless you consider you. Can. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It gets weird when you're nailing Zelda more than your wife. Anyway. Did you do anything <laughs> outside of uh, Dark Souls, Jeff? Uh, not not too much recently, honestly. Mm-hmm. Saw Avengers last week. Yeah, um, that was great. Um, yeah, just uh, it was everything. Yeah, we don't even need to talk need to about it. You guys, you guys yeah. talked about it, and every time you brought up something, I'm like, yes, that. Yes. Yeah. So yes, that. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of things, things about that, that. and I remember uh, uh, watching or reading tweet Twitter reactions, um, and one person, you know, kept tweeting things and about you know definitely a part one of two, you know. Um, it's gonna be it's a cliffhanger and then he said also i have never been to a movie where there have been so many crowd reactions to so many moments in a movie and that's just because it is rife with crazy shit that happens character appearances all the above yeah so um 
yeah we don't really need that. i wish i could have experienced that i went to like a tuesday matinee did you yeah like yeah. a week and a half ago so yeah it was weird it's solo i was like i had to like keep keep calm um I had to keep calm and solo last night because it wasn't really a theater full of people. I mean, there was a there were a, there was an elderly couple that were sitting next to me, and they left in the first half hour of the movie. No. And they just got up and like, yeah, it was weird. Um, and they were talking super loud, so I was fine with them leaving. No. But um, there were uh, <clears throat> there there just weren't people freaking out. And if if I you know you you let the the the, the crowd set the tone, right? Mm-hmm. If I was laughing at all the stuff, I almost shit myself at the twist in the movie and i couldn't um i would have if it was you know deemed acceptable by the crowd in terms of reactions i would have screamed i would have audibly been the loudest person in the theater if it would have been allowed you know what i mean so um i'm not trying to tease you guys i'm sorry i, I stopped, uh, I stopped listening the minute you said to. twist I, so like, yeah. I was, huh Solo has best twist since Empire. I'm just uh, talking about it. And, you know, it's it's some it's some good shit, and we'll talk about that later when it's over. So. Can't wait. Um, yeah, I hope you guys get to watch this. So that being said, um, welcome to when Rich and Joe met the only guy in the room that saw Solo last night. Sorry, Ron Howard retweeted me. I, I I get it. I get it, man. I would get super I'm gonna wait fucking stoked. The whole thing to max out, and all the people that liked it will see messages that happen on it, and then I'm gonna say, "Hey guys, we talked about Solo on our podcast." There you go. And then we have 60 people blasted on the podcast. They're gonna be listening. They might be listening to it right now and going. Why am I here right now? We should have never started listening to these guys. I wish Ron Howard never retweeted this guy because now I'm hearing them talk about putting balls in holes. Everybody <laughs> talks about putting balls in holes. In the switch. That's anyway. okay. It's fine. Um, <laughs> let's just say the twist like 100% belittles Yoda's appearance oh, in The Last Jedi. Oh, well, that's fine, dude. That's, that's okay. So, I made a list of stuff to talk about on the podcast <laughs> right? over the course of that, the week. That aren't solo. Yes. These Sorry. are kind of getting to know you type things that I just kind of sparked in my head. They might be incendiary. I don't know. Hopefully, we'll all remain friends after this. Okay. Solo so, has a better joy than Casey. Let me just ask solo. you. <laughs> Welcome to Daniel's last day with a dick. Uh, Daniel met Rich. <laughs> I will stomp it flat and use it as a bookmark. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going yeah, to. I'm not going to actually spoil anything. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't stop. It just. Re- it, it, it reads my face. I'm done. Talk right. about your stuff so, on your phone. Uh, guys, when the toilet paper roll runs out in the bathroom and you replace it, mm-hmm. over or under? How are we defining over? Like the. So, the roll rolls over the top. The paper comes over the top. Or it goes under and behind the roll, which is not affecting it. Which is not affecting. Yeah, I like. I mean, I like over. Over the front. Over a lot. Um, the only the only like valid excuse I've ever heard for under is for cats, there which it I'm is. like, which I'm like, they'll they'll unroll it anyway. They don't care. Yeah, they'll figure <laughs> it out. They'll go backwards. Cats are crafty sons of bitches. Yeah. Um, I also feel like the only excuse for backwards is on accident. Yeah, because Which, I mean, and when you're on the then. toilet, like, yeah, you could just like switch it back over, but it's already on the roll. Like, yeah. nobody likes messing with the toilet roll holders. No so one like, likes replacing it. I mean, sometimes you'll just come back and it's just sitting on top, right? You know, depending on who was there at a certain time. Oh yeah, yeah. If it's, it's if it's the, sounds uh, like you've been hanging with my wife. <laughs> I'm always replacing the toilet roll. See, no, but I was hanging out with my wife. Uh, so, well, we platonically swap often enough that yeah. you know, there's who knows the difference yeah. these days. Yeah. 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if I woke up in bed and I turn over. Oh, hey, Christy. Yeah. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, this that would that might be a weird thing though. If you wake up, look at your wife, and go, "Oh, hey, Christy," that might get you in trouble. Well, no, but it is Christy, though, when it happens. And we're uh, like, oh, what happened last night? I don't know, but it was probably platonic. Probably. <laughs> yes. So, uh, nice. Uh, I was at work the other night. I was like, hey, talk about, talk about the dream you had. Oh, The geez. dream you had. It's relevant to talk about the dream you okay. had about my wife. My wife dream okay. that you had that my wife so, was in. And I, had, I had a dream. I had a dream that uh, one day all people would – oh, no. Um. Oh, okay. That all people will shower together? Uh, yes. And be platonic? So, after one night of us hanging out, I went to bed and had a dream. Just one random night. It wasn't just the first night. Like, one no. after just one night of hanging out. No. No, it was, like, it was like the second night I think we hung out, I think. Really? Maybe. Maybe it was first night. I'm well, sure. I feel like at the beginning we didn't hang out as often as we, like, it's not like we were hanging out every week like we do now. You know, right. It definitely ramped up as we, you know, come had come to realize that every time we are together it is just an incredibly enjoyable time. Right. You know. Yeah. But, uh, so, I went to bed and, uh, no, it was after the first time because that's when we first talked about doing a podcast. Ooh. And I went to bed and had a dream that, uh, you guys came over and my wife, your wife. All four of us hanging out, playing games and stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, you and I recorded a podcast, and you were like, all right, I got to do all the editing stuff on the podcast, but it shouldn't take me long, and your wife came to me and was like, I need a shower. Can we go, Can we all get in the shower? And I was like, well, Daniel's editing a podcast. She was like, well, the three of us can take a shower. <laughs> I was like, okay. It's important to note here so, that my wife was the instigator. Yes. How dare she? Yeah. Continue. So, what were her intentions? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Finish. Anyway. So, the three of us nude up, hop in the shower, and this is in my dream now. There's like no sexual impulse or like impetus at all. I like like nipples aren't even visible. It was like we were all Barbies. It was really strange. But all we did was hang out in the shower and talk about tattoos that we had as we're washing. You know, and everybody's washing themselves. We're not, like, washing each other or anything. And it's, like, this weird elephant shower where there's, like, six shower heads. I have, like, the most amazing bathrooms in my dreams. I don't know why. Right. Where Maybe it's because my dad's in kitchen and bath design. I don't know what it is. But anyway. <laughs> you, you know what reality's out there. Uh, when you can dream them. You know what I mean? Pretty much. Yeah. I can't talk about how many times I've wandered Hogwarts in my dreams. Or, yeah. You know, like, in uh, 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 fought, fought imaginary enemies and great spaceship battles and under, yes. you know what I mean? Things like that. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that's cool in dreams. Me, amazing bathrooms. Yeah. I don't know why. That's fine. But, so, in those, so in this dream, all we're doing is showering and talking about the tattoos that we have and why we got what tattoos we got and everything. And then I wake up and I'm like, all right, well, Sarah's my sister now because I had this dream where... <laughs> You know, we were in a, all in a shower together, and there was absolutely no sexual component at all. That's really impressive. <laughs> so I was right? like, I was like, okay, this this is cool. This will work. That's really impressive. I mean, there's you know, when I get in the shower with yeah. my wife, there's always a sexual component. Well, and that's and that's the thing. Your wife's hot. I mean, I'm not saying that she's not hot. Oh yeah, she's exactly. Definitely hot. No, no, no definitely. Like, yeah. And it's like, okay, she's officially entered that part of my brain now, where it's like. No, she's Daniel's wife. That doesn't even compute. Yeah, no, that's, so. yeah, exactly. 
I like that my brain sections things like that. It's lots of fun. No, it is really fun, and it's so fun. You know, and it's, sometimes there's that there, there's that contrast, right, where you get older and you like you 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 learn that you know. I mean, when you're in high school, um, any any girl is you know um, p- potential for having sex with, right? When you're yes. in high school, you're a horny little horn fucking teenager, yeah. and you're like, oh, you want to you want oh me me? It's like it's like uh, in uh, what is it? Uh, Night at the Roxbury. When you know, yeah. like, guys are dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Me? Huh? Yeah. Me? Huh? Me? Yeah. Wanna go? Huh? No? No? Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Me? Yeah. And then they let you at it. <laughs> and then you know you don't remember who they are the next day. So uh, you know after that. <laughs> well, unless you hook up, hook up with a jock roach and then you don't remember them the next day and then all of a sudden you remember them because they're hanging out with your best friend. See, that's scary. And you're like, "Who are you again?" And they're like, "Oh, we had sex last night." Like, oh yeah, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's been so long. Did you have a lot of encounters with jocker roaches? What, uh, I was about I'm, to ask you. I'm familiar with that. Okay. Yeah. What is that phrase? We, Explain. All right. Jocker roaches. You got jocker roaches or jocker roaches? Jocker roaches. Like jocker like roaches. roaches. But jocker roaches. Anyway. Jocker roaches. Jocker roaches. Me and Explain me and my team group of like. Okay. <laughs> Me and my group of, like, six best friends in high school, we were all, like, super fucking tight. We were, you know. Yeah. It was whose house we sleeping at tonight kind of thing. Right. So, you know. Yeah. usual. We're yeah. just a large band of Probably brothers, Joe's, essentially. Just so you yeah. know. All right. Probably Joe's house. Nice. So, it was typically Mike's because he had an amazing basement and parents that were like, yeah, cool. Go ahead. You know, like, I, yeah. they didn't even lock their door because we came in so frequently. Anyway. So there would be one girl that would date, start dating Mike. And when they broke up, she would move on to the next friend in the group. And then she would break up with that friend and move on to the next. And before you knew it, she had dated all six of us. And then started the cycle again. (laughs) So we referred to girls like this because there was like maybe in high school, there was like maybe four or five different girls that would hook up with one friend, and then when it ended, jump to the next one. Mm-hmm. We refer to those as Jocker Roaches. Those girls. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's all marching band is, right? Because, uh, tuba in marching band. Did you hear that in the episode? Yeah, exactly. No, we're, all we're, all, we're all marching band. Yes. Marching band for life. What was your instrument? Percussion as well. All right. That's, that's how, how we met. That's how yeah. we met. We met at uh, Drumline Auditions in 2007. Nice. But yeah, marching band in high school. Uh, that's Jock Roaches sound yeah. very like that's. I think that's every marching band. You know the whole like the whole sweaty marching band kid that's a nerd. I feel like that is a thing of the past. Like yeah, yeah. it's really and like and I teach at a high school now too. I'm teaching at Arapahoe with my girlfriend and we like we just started drumline auditions too. And like all these kids, they're like telling me these things because like there's one kid that's like really attached to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like telling me about like this girl he's like fooling around with, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're like 17. You're both like 17. Like I can't listen right? to this. I don't <laughs> want to hear about how you're uh, you're you're drilling her into the ground, like yeah. face first, banging her in the cement. I don't need to know about See, this. You guys, driving her. you guys are very very lucky because I'm too old to have reaped all of the rewards of the Clinton sex scandal, whereas you guys are not. I mean, it was not that big a deal to get a blowjob from a girl in high school after 1999. 
almost. Oh, okay, because the president can get a blowjob in the Oval it Office. Became, it became it became commonplace. Okay, they were talking about oral sex on the news, and that everybody was cool with it. <laughs> There's like an interview on CNN. Monica, can you can, can you describe the shape of the president's dick, please? <laughs> <laughs> so we like, had you fuck the cigar, and then he smoked the cigar. <laughs> We're going to be back with more of this after this break. After this break. Okay. When we get back, did she spit or swallow? <laughs> which, okay. which vegetable would you use to describe him? <laughs> okay, all through high school, there were Carrot. hoops and hoops and hoops you had to jump through to get a girl to put her mouth on your dick. All through high school when I was... When I was going through it, well, you just go we also the had right? uh, the ubiquity of text messaging too. I felt like that really sped things up. Oh as yeah, well. definitely. You don't have yeah. to worry about your mom overhearing you on the line on the on you know the landline anymore because yeah. we had our texting and we could you know straight up sext each other, send nudies all the time. Yeah. I mean, I like I was internet chatting with a girl in Georgia who like in in retrospect like we were. Like constantly flirting, we were like online boyfriend girlfriend for fun and just sending each other nudies all the time. And I remember, I was when I was dating my first girlfriend in high school. Mm-hmm. She sent me a picture of her uh, pleasuring herself with a toy out of far left field, just came out of nowhere. I had been with my girlfriend for a few weeks and okay months, and I just get this text randomly while we're hanging out, and I get that text, and I'm like, okay, so we're open to just sending sexual behaviors over texts with no premeditated. I was not flirting with her at the time. I was not egging her on to do these things for me, and I received that. This was well over a decade ago, obviously. Same thing with uh, with my recent ex. Um, well, I guess not recent anymore. It's been yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. been over a year now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one time we were just driving in the car and I get a text message and I was like, oh, can you check that for me? Mm-hmm. And then she just like picks up her phone and she's like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I don't know. Right? Like you can, I haven't talked to her in months. Like that's, she just sent me a picture. Like you can get like straight up, like a fire lit under your ass. Oh too. yeah. Oh, I was, I was in trouble you? for weeks all of a sudden. And I'm like, you can, you can look through my text messages. I texted her three months ago was the last time we talked. And we were talking about like, uh, probably banned stuff, honestly, probably. but like it, you know, totally not sexual at all. I hadn't talked to her for months and like I hadn't seen her in months. And then just like to receive this random message out of nowhere, I feel like that's really a huge difference between, you know, when you went to high school and when we, when we went to high school, like that's yeah, just, true. Yeah. Cause when did you graduate? I graduated in 1996. Oh my God. I was three years old. Right. <laughs> and my senior year of high school, I had just begun to reap the benefits of what was. Take it with you. All right. I had just begun to reap the benefits of Clinton Gate. Oh, okay. Okay, so it was all of a sudden, all these, when I was a senior, all these freshman girls and sophomore girls were like, so I've been I've been hearing a lot about sucking dick, and I kind of want to try it. I just, I, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, and I'm sitting there, like, and I'm like, Call me Mr. President. <laughs> I'm like, well, I got a box of cigars. <laughs> exactly. We can just go straight to step three. <laughs> so wait, how many dicks do you have? <laughs> I keep missing the cigar analogy here. Oh, you? Like, no, that was all the stuff that came out as a result of the Lewinsky scandal and everything. One of the things was that she put a cigar inside herself 
for the president to later smoke. This was being discussed in the news, amongst all the blowjob stuff. Wow. I feel like I missed the nitty-gritty of that. There's got to be a documentary somewhere. I, I don't think a documentary. I'm within, sure you can just, like, look it up on YouTube now. Within three months of that, Bill Clinton was on the cover of Cigar Aficionado magazine. Oh, what? Are you kidding me? Was this before or after impeachment? Because he was impeached for all of this. Yeah, it was after impeachment. Okay, that he was on the cover. How yeah. long did it take to impeach him? Uh, the proceedings and everything, I want to say, took about two, three months. Well, and didn't he, didn't he resign to avoid being impeached? No, 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 like no. He, no, no, he went he through the impeachment, impeached. but he remained president. Oh, after being impeached interesting so so then they what's just the remove, point of impeachment yeah Do they just remove power <laughs> well there's i honestly i fell asleep in government and econ i don't know all okay. of the That's i don't fine. know all the particulars of it well, oh wow and, and, and there oh, goes wow. brian he's pulling up a whole like thing a whole list, a whole list. yeah lots of uh political scandals here it'll be in the 90s and it looks like these are just a lot of representatives. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Clinton. There you go. Bill Clinton. Uh, in a plea bargain to avoid another trial, alleged charges of impeding the initial uh, blah, 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 blah. Clinton was accused by Juanita Broderick for sexual assault. No, oh, he was no acquitted, though. There, yeah, that's what it was. Okay, so it's perjury and an affair under oath. Oh, jeez, you can't have an affair under oath. Well, no, he lied about it. Yeah, it's, that it's was more the thing. for lying. Yeah, it was, it's it's not, it's not he perjured himself. Uh, that was the whole thing. If he, relations with that woman. If he had just said, if he had just said, we didn't fuck, she sucked my dick and humped a cigar that I smoked later. If he had just <laughs> said that under oath, would never gotten impeached. It's true. But it was because he perjured himself. That's what got the impeachment so, proceedings. Right. Doing yeah. doing the do doesn't get you in trouble. It's lying right. about doing. I mean, the do. shit. John F. Kennedy had his dick up Marilyn Monroe's ass with his finger on the button, going after Russia. Jesus. Also true. Well, you know, it's that power. With great power comes great responsibility that most people can't handle, especially yeah. the presidency of the United States. So, yeah. I mean, you've got that. You've got what? Yeah. John F. Kennedy. <laughs> Brian's like, there it is, and he found it. The uh, the, the, the JFK. Kennedy. Yeah, JFK yeah, was humping everyone. Marital affairs. That uh, actually reminds me, um, and I know you were like, I didn't mean to like. So the no, only no. thing you got in was toilet paper. <laughs> no, this saw... is kind of what I was hoping would happen. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. No, so we're like, we're looking up these president uh, presidential uh, affairs, but I'm looking at this, and I'm talking about um, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, cool thing, and this is a long story that gets me to my point. My point is. There is a movie called Game Night that just came out. It is amazing. It is hilarious. I'll explain why in a second and how I just got there. Um, John F. Kennedy <laughs> was played by one uh, Michael C. Hall, who portrayed Dexter in the TV yes. show Dexter. Yes. In the Netflix TV series The Crown, which is a great show. Um, if you're not really into political historical dramas, not for you. And it, it can be very bland, but the political scandals, uh, the, the, the scandals behind the crown and all of that stuff, all pretty interesting. And yeah. uh, great portrayals, great cinematography, everything like that. So I was, season, I was really interested in seeing this. I just didn't get to yet. We, we red boxed it. It was okay. amazing. Okay. Um, Michael C. Hall is in it. Um, and he was, he was a badass. Um, that, so game night. Was it just him or was it him it and his dark passenger? 
All right, go ahead. Sorry. Just as dark past. Um, so when you look at the, uh, um, that would be a spoiler. So uh, the to to talk about game night, it's really cool. They really adopted the idea of like board games and doing their 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 things right. So um, a lot of the cinematography in it, um, in the first place, is so uh, in the beginning of the movie, as like the opening credits, there's game pieces falling of Clue and Monopoly and all these board games, right? And they're um, playing around and they're introduced because the two characters are both, they really like to win. They're like way into games and they like mm -hmm. to win. And they uh, they end up, <laughs> they, uh, I think you guys know the premise where like, uh, uh, he's like, we're gonna play a game and then he gets kidnapped. And they're like, oh, they're, they're, but they don't realize that he's actually been kidnapped. They think and they're playing a game. They're doing, yes, it's hilarious <laughs> from there. But it is, it is a masterfully made film. They have um, one sequence. Um, that's almost like a game of tag, mm -hmm. but it's all on one shot. They, it is oh, a one nice. shot um, thing, and you can, you know, it's easy to tell where they make the cuts, but it's not, you know, if you're not looking for it, it's there. It was extremely hilarious. Okay. Extremely. And it's, you know, sometimes you watch previews for comedy movies these days, and they just get boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you go back to the movie, and you're like, saw this joke, saw this joke, saw this joke. You're not going to laugh at the same joke twice, right? Um, this is a movie that's filled with enough quality content that you're just laughing the whole time. <laughs> and um, it's also shocking at the same time. Um, it's There's a lot of things about the movie that are just, it's very hyper aware of itself too. And the idea that they're um, messing with our perspective on and off quite often. Um, they like to play with you. They like to uh, also have like random bouts of violence, which is something that would happen yeah. in an event like this, in a, in a movie like this. So nice. um, Game Night is just something else okay and I really like that also the crown on netflix watch the crown on netflix and then we're back to john f kennedy okay and the scandals i don't know if that's really like where we need to be still i don't, I don't have no that, well i, I mean, mean that was like the fourth segue it, it, it started really with marching band went to differences in our experiences mm -hmm. and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no a logical all pretty good <laughs> we, um we started we got a buy one get one free coupon and we got um a dvd of peter rabbit also, I was falling asleep, so we had to stop halfway. I didn't want to. I was like, I would rather be somewhat rested for the podcast. But last night, it was so hard, like half an hour in. Yeah. Amazing. Hilarious movie. Peter Rabbit. They, they were doing so many things in that, in that movie without holding back that the characters, each and every one of those dumb little animals, hilarious. Okay. For instance, a sequence. Let me demonstrate a sequence of this movie, okay? Um, they take over a house. They're like, oh, sweet, we have the garden to ourselves. We have the house to ourselves. And they're partying in the house. And they're acting like they're drunk, but they're just eating a ton of vegetables. And so, like, for instance, one one, one, uh, one scene is where, like, Peter Rabbit, he's just, like, sitting on the, the rug in front of the, like, everyone's, like, starting to chill out. And he's just sitting, sitting on a rug, like, eating a carrot. And there's a girl just listening to him. And he's just kind of like, you know, life is... I feel like life is one big experience that you have to, you have to just live for the moment. You know what I mean? And it's like having this total, like, they do a lot of things. They don't hold back. And it's, this looks like a kid's movie, plays out like a kid's movie. This movie is straight made for adults. I swear to God, this movie is made for us, people okay. over the age of 18. So, um... Those who actually grew up with Peter Rabbit. That, that too, yeah, Brian. Yeah, people who grew up with Peter Rabbit. Now, you come back to uh, uh, someone's coming into the house, and they're like, oh, crap, everyone hide. And there's a badger on the table, and they're like, hide. And then he's like, 
what do I, what do I do? And then he, and then he poses like a statue. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, and Peter Rabbit is like, no, you have to do, just hide, hide. And he's, he's like, no. And then he like puts a lampshade on his head and he stops. He's like, no, that's not working. Change, go hide. And then the manager's like, okay. And then he, he takes a bunch of fruit, piles it up on his belly and pulls up his knees and he, and he starts wobbling back and forth. He's like, what are you doing? And the badger with like an apple in his mouth. He's like, I'm a lazy Susan. He's like wobbling. He's like, no. And then he ends up like pushing him off the table before the door gets open. Like it's a table right in front of the door. There's like, it was laugh out loud hilarious every second of that movie that we were watching. So, and they do a really good job. Even from the get-go of the movie, it looks like it's going to be a sing-song kids movie with these birds. They're, like, flying in, and they're singing, and they land on the ground, and they start dancing, and then Peter Rabbit bowls through them, knocks them all over, and starts hauling ass. Hedgehog's walking up to her. She's like, are you getting into old man Crabbery's garden again? What did I tell you about that? And he said, oh, grab me some cauliflower. She's like, good boy. Send them off. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so we're going to finish that tonight. I'm really excited about that. Game Night and Peter Rabbit both ending up being, like, you know, solidly good, laughable times. Nice. Fair enough. Yeah. That sounds good. I watched Red Sparrow last night. How? What, Ooh, I, heard I heard that, that is garbage. the Natasha Romanov movie that isn't about Natasha. <laughs> it, uh, well... Keep in mind that going into it, I had just worked a 10-hour shift, and I had went in to work on three hours sleep. Oh so I was a little bit in and out watching it. Okay. But uh, it's it was actually pretty good. She she uh, It starts off, she's a ballerina for the Russian ballet. Okay. And uh, during a performance, snaps her leg. Bye-bye Russian Ballet. She wakes up, she's got pins in her leg, and she's just sobbing because her dream is over. Right. And then she gets roped into being a Red Sparrow. And the, the Sparrows were a section of the KGB that are specially trained to seduce targets to get information. Right. So basically, these are masters of pillow talk. Okay, they are supposed to fuck you and then be like, so what's stressing you out, babe? And then you just spill your guts to them because, because, you know, you just shared your intimate of intimates together. I can trust you. Why not? I'm in the afterglow. Yeah. I feel like Jennifer Lawrence is becoming outdated Hmm. very quickly. Um but you know, no, I mean, I like how there's a picture of her next to Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's all I've heard about it. Is they were like, this is the the Black Widow movie that's not about Black Widow. Which is funny because they're, you know, that's in talks that they're making a Black Widow. No, I am excited. The thing is, is that she is. The thing is that the key difference there is that she's not trained for combat in this movie. She's trained to seduce. That's it. She's not trained for combat at all really yeah Ooh. and she's just she's basically trained in espionage she knows how to pick lo- she there's a scene of her and her entire class sitting there in front of a panel of locks and they're picking each one. Oh, okay see that's cool but so, since you told me there's no fighting in it oh i didn't say there's no fighting okay. i said she wasn't trained Ooh. for combat so does that there's plenty of her beating the shit out of people and getting the shit kicked out of her in this movie. Okay. 
Okay. See, so, and my wife doesn't like Jennifer Lawrence, so if she gets a shit beat out of her, then, you know. Oh, you know, oh, your I've wife heard, would not heard, be cool with you watching this movie. I've oh, heard okay. <laughs> much worse things happen to her. I was offered, theory. well, but that's the deal. I was offered passes for it because I, like, I get free movie passes in the mail sometimes. And I was just like, huh, Red Sparrow. I was like, eh, maybe because the trailer looked interesting. And then I saw an early uh, uh, review and they were like, this movie is terrible. And I was like, I'll pass. <laughs> it, I mean, is it the worst movie I've ever seen? No. Sure, of course. Not. It's it's. I mean, it was no Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Exactly. It was very. It was. It kept it was, me. I'm underneath in, the scrotum. Ugh. It it kept me in interested the whole way through, and I didn't like fade out at all, which I thought I would. Which is all that matters, right? Yeah. Is that if it, you know if it's entertaining, right. then you yeah, know. it's just got to keep you engaged for the yeah. runtime, right? And I mean, the there is a nude scene with her where she gets. Straight down, naked, hmm. full, full, Every full Monty, all of it. Oh well, she must be figuring and well after the fattening. No, like, it was, why, it why was complete, It was completely in service to the plot, though. It, it, sure. it totally served the story. It was not gratuitous. At Which all. is why Amelia Clark uh, only does nudity when it when it serves, right? Because you know she was you know obviously getting nailed by Cal Drogo in the first season of Game of Thrones. Amelia Clark, oh, you know, in the first constantly... episode of Game yeah, of Thrones. exactly, yeah. like just appearing in a bath and then you know getting like groped around by her brother and shit. And uh, you know season I, I forget if it was five or six where she uh, 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 spoilers for Game of Thrones just because it's a long series and you know, mm -hmm. um, but it's not a massive spoiler. But you know when she obtains the, uh, the the, the Dothraki army oh, yeah. um, by burning down the place and she knew she wouldn't be burned and she could walk out of the flames and be completely fine yeah. and she was naked because her clothes burned off yeah. now I feel like if they were going to completely service the idea of that that she also would have lost her hair like she does every in, time in the book yeah because yeah, in the books if you read the Game of Thrones books not all the way yet that's fine D don't don't my, bother my <laughs> to read list is that panel of books behind you on the mm -hmm. shelf there so and I've got, the whole Game of Thrones arc is over there. There's See, there's only one element of the books. books there. There's only one element of the books to add to it that I won't even tell you. I'll let you figure out for yourself. Well, how far in the books are you? I don't even remember. I think I read through. I think I speed read through the first two, mm -hmm. and then something came up and I didn't get back to them. Right. And now I've completely lost my place. Okay. So I'm, that's fine. I'm. I'm Did probably you get gonna through a storm of swords. The third season? Basically. No idea. Okay, that's fine. But you have you read all the books, Joe? I We've all we're all caught up on the show, right? Except oh. for Brian. Brian fell off. Yeah, I didn't stay in very long. It's a pity. Oh, okay. So, so you don't mind if we just oh, talk crazy okay. spoilers? Okay. It was uh, Game of Thrones spoilers, maybe for you know we don't really want to because I feel like almost like we should save it you know the Game of Thrones for a catch up that is yeah Game for of a catch up for yeah. Harry season. Potter Lord yeah of the let's Rain, let's do a fantasy like, catch up oh, later yeah, yeah, yeah and, exactly. and just right. kind of tap around but this. we can we can play around on the ideas of you know what it is but yeah Amelia Clark yeah she does lose her hair in the books okay. it gets burned off and you know I'm like well if we're gonna full you know service it then let's do that and I. I know that um, I was recently um, hearing on a different podcast that um, they were talking about doing an extreme amount of nudity in a show on Showtime, and Showtime said, yeah, we're actually introducing a new pod policy that male nudity has to be one-in-one -one with female nudity to make sure that it serves a purpose. 
So if you're that's pretty awesome. a bunch of females. So it's not just you nudity showing, for nudity's yeah. sake. Well, and HBO kind of caught on to that because they had a guy waggling his junk at uh, Cersei in an yeah. episode, too, when she was being marched yeah. through the she- oh, yeah. streets. Yeah. And Red shame. Sparrow is on that same path. Is it? Lots yeah. of dicks? For, no, for every time that she's fully nude, mm-hmm. there's a guy that's fully nude. Oh, that's good. Okay. Hmm. So... Oh. Sorry, just yeah. to like bring this yeah. up. Have you have I I have have either of you seen uh, the Baywatch remake with The Rock? Yes. Yeah. I couldn't <laughs> like, even finish it. Really, dude? Really? I was laughing. It just made me laugh how they were acting like Baywatch was this show, like they're spoofing this show that yeah. was like super spy sleuthy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but I've seen Baywatch. That's not what it was about. Like, nope. <laughs> it's where's just, David Hasselhoff? Oh my god! Oh, and his oh, cameo in that too just had me had me dying. But like in that movie, there's no nudity besides the close up of the junk that they're like looking under. He's like, look at his junk. Oscar from The Office. Yep. When he's a dead body in a cadaver, mm-hmm. they might have had a body a, a body substitute too. Probably. Yeah, probably. But that was just like, it's I, I just died that the only like nudity in that movie was male nudity yeah it was hilarious like that <laughs> yeah exactly which if they're gonna do it and it's so funny because people might be coming to this movie you know um male oh. straight pigs that are like oh we were getting sucked in that was. that was i don't know that we should do that from now on okay Passover. i feel like that was an annoying section and let us know when you get to that episode joe in the Passover, when he sets up the screen, and it's like when he sets up the screen capture part of the screen, we get sucked in, and that's what's happening, folks. When we're yelling, it's because we're getting sucked into the infinite. Um, yeah, I feel like we did it too often, and it wasn't relevant because people didn't know it was actually happening. Right. So, uh, okay. you know. It would be good for the video, but not it. Not for the podcast. Right. Yeah. It's not an audio medium joke thing. So. Yeah, which sucks. We have to because I try to do my best. You know, when I say like, "Oh, uh, everyone, Brian's looking up a list of the presidential," right. you know, like things on the screen, and you know, doing all that stuff. For right. Us. But um, yeah, it's hard not to. We we rented uh, Baywatch from from Red Rocks, and I remember we turned it off to go do something, and just we were like, "Yeah, let's return it." <laughs> and just never. <laughs> let's just return, it let's not. I didn't Sweet. finish it because it was just it was so tough of a watch. Now, was it? funny did it you know meet its purpose of just being a funny movie yeah you know some of it was was funny but the other parts of it i was just kind of like these jokes are a little too dumb for me and that's fair i mean it, it was a lot of cliche joke it's definitely not at all right. my favorite Bo- in a lawn chair yeah you know stuck, it was it was uh, very it reminded me of like the early thousands like those kinds of raunchy comedies yes. like euro trip and right the yeah. scary movies like that's yeah. kind of what chicks. it reminded me of. yeah going back and watching white tricks is fucking rough dude and going back and watching rough. any of those mid thousands comedies just the the raunch comedies yeah are... yeah where they're strictly sexual and and crude yeah. and lewd for the sake of yeah. if we say blowjob it's funny well you know and I mean? yeah an unpopular opinion here I didn't like super bad at all, but okay. fair enough. I thought it was mediocre. I haven't seen Forty Year Old Virgin since I've watched it. Since Talladega Nights will uh, be at the top shelf always of comedy movies because if you don't chew big red, well, fuck you. The the thing with Will Ferrell comedy movies like that is that the more you watch them, the better they get. True. Like I hated Anchorman the first time I saw mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. I was like, my god, this is fucking dumb. What is the point of this? And then I rented it and watched it again. I'm like, okay, some parts were pretty funny. I ate a chocolate squirrel. And then I watched it the for a third time. I love lamp. I I, I love carpet. You know, I was just like, okay, this shit is actually really really funny. Yeah. And yeah. now it's Anchorman is up there. Yeah. It's weird. People so, were taking a shit on Anchorman too, as well. I feel like people were just not like in love with Anchorman. Didn't you 2. and I go to see that one? Probably. 
I loved Anchorman. I thought Anchorman Two was just as good uh, as as the first one. You know, um, but well, and that might get better with every fourth and fifth viewing. I still haven't seen Anchorman Two. Really? Yeah. It's I have a steel book of both of them. Okay. So I can bring you Anchorman Two. It's just as funny as the first one. I have to say, um, you know, in the second one they really capitalize on Baxter, um, the weatherman. Yeah. Really, really dumb Steve Carell's yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. They capitalize on him because he's just uh, more well known than Paul Rudd and the other, the sports guy. Um, and the other guy. Yeah, right. Basically, because he's in movies too. Just not. He's just not as a. He's not a leading actor in any of his roles. Obviously. Right. Um. But uh, Anchorman Two was really good. I remember because of him and Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig was a dumb secretary down in the floor office. Okay. And they totally hit it off. And it's just them doing their dumb little, like, they're, they're, they're too dumb to not eat uh, shit-covered squirrels. Right? <laughs> what happens when you get a female character that's just as dumb as him? Yeah. You know what I mean? At one point, the boss walks over to Kristen Wiig, and she's just, like, watching a phone ring. <laughs> she's just watching it ring. She's like, you gonna answer that? And then she, like, she picks it up. <laughs> she just it like she's just as dumb when they capitalize on things like that and I think yeah. I remember like at one point they were like talking to each other and they're like saying dumb things to each other and then Baxter's like I I I gotta go and he touches her on the shoulder and, yeah, 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 yeah. and she's like oh and she shut her <laughs> that's pretty awesome no it's good for that reason they capitalize on the things they need to and then the the cameo fight at the end just like the first movie um, the first movie where they all meet in the parking lot. It's all the different stations. You've the got, news like, team yeah, assemble. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you've got like uh, 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 Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson and uh, Meet the Fockers. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, yeah. Is like the ben Latino. Stiller is the Latino yeah. news man. Oh, my God. Right, exactly. They take that and multiply it by 10. Anchorman too. Yeah. Oh jeez. They have like after he like secludes himself in the lighthouse because he thinks he's blind or like... <laughs> <laughs> lots of things. I'm gonna bring yeah. it to you. It's really okay. hard not to talk about that that cameo because if you thought the first cameo battle was good, they take the next cameo battle and they just blow it out of the fucking water. Yeah. They don't even keep it to news teams. Like yeah. yeah. Like the ghost of someone shows up. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, I think. And this is just a, just to give you an idea of how deep it goes. I'm just going to say it. Uh, Harrison Ford turns into a werewolf. Oh, my God. Are you sold? <laughs> no, 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 there we go. go. <laughs> I was sold on it from, the, from Jump, but I just oh, haven't, yeah, right, yeah. I just haven't I'll, had a chance to watch it, to it yet. I'll bring it to you. Because um, I, I, I went to watch Anchorman again leading up to Anchorman 2. So I was like, I don't know if I'm going to even follow all the jokes okay. and everything. And I, I had to turn it off. I had to turn it off immediately after the recap of the newscaster brawl. Uh-huh. Where he's sitting there like, wow, that escalated quickly. Rick, where did you even get a grenade? <laughs> I had to turn it off after that because I had to go do something else. But I was giggling about that the whole time and just never went back to finish the movie. And I was like, well, I didn't finish it, so I can't watch two because I haven't finished one. It's true. Fair so enough. it's true. We're, we're talking about movie sequels right now, and I I said something that reminded me of something else. Um, that the first was just as good. At, that the second one was just as good at this as the first. No better. Yeah. Has anyone seen Deadpool two yet? No. Never mind. We're done here. Sorry. Okay. Right. Yeah. Sorry. No, I Mike. I can only afford one uh, one movie this paycheck, and it's gonna be solo. That's what morning Mike. matinees are for. Okay. All right. So, Deadpool. I have to say, Deadpool is, is it is skippable. Is it any less enjoyable? It's great. Don't tell me that. It's great. Because I love great. that. I love Deadpool. I love Ryan Reynolds. The second one is, is just as good. Okay. No better. 
So that's fine. Um, I'm, I'm for the cool sake of not getting spoiled on anything, I don't know how uh, the internet has not exploded with the huge fucking can of worms that they opened in Solo. Okay. So it's probably because probably because everybody's seeing it today. That too, yeah. yeah or yeah, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, stuff like that. So, so you're seeing Monday, it on Monday. Yeah. Monday is gonna explode. I'll catch a Monday exactly. matinee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. Like on Monday, mm-hmm. that's when you'll probably see like five thousand retweets on that tweet that Ron Howard retweeted of yours. Yeah. Exactly. You're gonna see a shit ton of traffic on that Monday. Because it's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And I'll post our conversation about the last Jedi and solo. Yeah. I'll just have to uh I'll just have to skip it it'll, it'll be like an infinity war because it took me like a week and a half to see it. Uh-huh. I just skip past it. If I see anything like Avengers Infinity War, it just whoop, keep scrolling. Like, <laughs> no, not today. I mean, not me. I mean I know, Daniel, that you see these things, like, right at jump. Mm-hmm. Like, the minute they come out. I'm so scared of spoilers. Exactly. I'm so, like, I'm like, it will be so, so ruined Infinity War was Infinity War was yeah. completely spoiled for me. Oh, like, before. Yeah. And it was, I was giving a lesson to a kid at the high school I teach at. Yeah. And these two high school kids were walking by. And they were just like, spoiler this, spoiler that. Because they had just seen the movie. Spoiler, and I was spoiler, just spoiler, like, spoiler, spoiler, so spoiler. I'm, like, screaming at these high school kids that I don't even teach. <laughs> Fucking kidding me? Yeah. Are you serious? Right. Like, like not everyone has the opportunity to go see these movies immediately. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean, and that's a problem. I, I think like you're the only one, really, of all of us that's going to get that opportunity it's or true. make that opportunity anyway. It's true. Yeah. Like I'm gonna, I'm not gonna see anything on the first day. I'm gonna see it three days later, mainly because of Aurora. Oh, fair enough. Fair so enough. I don't want to. Aurora shooting, to be specific. Yeah. Those of you who are not in Colorado. I, I pretty much promised my mom and dad that I would not go to the initial, I would never go to a midnight release again mm-hmm. because I, I work at night. And so the night of Aurora, I was at work. I was supposed to be in that theater when that happened, but I didn't, I was unable to get the day off. So I was like, okay, I'll, uh, you know, I won't see it at midnight. Well, thank God. So, yeah, your boss saved your life. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so I was, <laughs> so I was outside on a break smoking a cigarette, and my work is not too too far from that theater. Mm-hmm. I, I'd stay I'm a good mm, seven miles from there. I was seeing the lights on the sky and hearing the sirens from my work. Wow! Because it was such a big, big fucking thing. Oh yeah. right, yeah. I didn't realize what the hell was going on. Such a literal massacre. Until there. I got home and I was seeing somebody on Reddit was saying, shit just went down at the Aurora Theater in Colorado, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's weird, you know. There was a bunch of sirens and everything over there. I remember clearing half of my Facebook friends because a lot of people were going, where was Batman? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, there I was, was like, a huge, where, there was a massive. Where were you? <laughs> yeah, there was where, a big were Facebook you, purge after that. Were yeah. you in there with your with your bat belt and yeah. your, your gadgets to as a fictional character to save these people? Shut the fuck up. I deleted so many people. <laughs> yeah. They were saying, where was Batman? Yeah, let's make a joke of this massacre that yeah. happened down the street. People that you could walk past any day. Right. Yeah. Wives, sons, yeah. uh, mothers, fathers, well, you know. I recently found out, not too too long ago that a guy that i used to hang out with and at a comic shop and all sees collectibles in aurora mm-hmm. guy that i used to see there all the time and i just stopped seeing him and i was like i wonder what happened to him found out he was one of the victims oh, oh that's no good and i just i i thought that he just you know kind of ah, i don't have money to go pick up my comics i'm not gonna go kind of thing and i was just missing him 
Well, no, everybody's missing him. But anyway, so I saw this happen, and then I went to bed. Yeah. Because I didn't see any further detail. I did not know how big a shitstorm it was. Oh, yeah. When I went to sleep. I wake up the next morning. My phone has exploded. I've got, like, ten voicemails. I've got, like, 50 text messages. All this shit on Facebook from all of my friends and family in Indiana wanting to know if I'm okay. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, it's been radio silence on this guy all day, and this movie is in his wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, not only am I glad that I missed it because that happened, but I, I would have been really upset if all that... I'm still really pissed that all that happened, and the movie isn't even that good. Right. Like, if, yeah, it was, right. If, if it lived up to the hype of all of it, then I would be like, okay, but it's like, I just... Oh, yeah, these people died for nothing. That too. Nothing. Yeah. And the movie sucked. <laughs> God. So, like, and it's, no, it's really interesting. So, like, I mean, when at the time that movie happened, I was working in a flower seed warehouse, and it was like, you know, these guys, we weren't all, like, we would get along at work, and that's actually where uh, the guys there introduced me to podcasts. Nice. Funny thing, that was where I learned about podcasts, and here we are now, um, and I'm making one, but we... um. We were all there, but we didn't talk all the time. It was kind of a macho house kind of thing. We would prank each other on occasion and just mess with each other. But, you know, we weren't going out for beers after work. We weren't meeting up for game night and bringing our girlfriends and hanging out. And uh, I remember that morning I was getting texts super early. And I'm like, who are you? And I was like, oh, this is, this is, uh, this is Pete. And, you know, uh, the guys and I were wondering if, you know, you were okay. Because they knew that, uh, you know, I was excited for The Dark Knight as well. So just because I was into movies, I would listen to, you know, a, a, a movie podcast out loud on the speakers because we each had a set, set of speakers at our desks that we could just yeah. listen to our podcast for music out loud and stuff. So um, they let us do that, and um, uh, um, they were wondering if we were, you know, if I was there that day. And it was like this this event was so close to home for us and so, like, massive and bad, and they hadn't released names yet. That Like, I remember getting a call from my parents in North Carolina. They were in North Carolina at the time. They blew up my phone. Were you with, Were you there? I mean, my mom took me to see The Dark Knight three times. And were you there? You know, I woke up to all this stuff, and I'm like, no, what are you guys talking about? They're like, there was a shooting, and like, it was a massacre. And I'm like, holy crap. And then, you know, those in those texts, my friends from work, so even, you know, that thing, that event was so... <laughs> So ridiculously tragic, but it was also so so harrowing that you know people people had to reach out. But you know it created you know legitimate concern for like wow is the person is a person that you know I'm associated with have they been a victim of this? Yeah. You know so even even they were concerned for me because yeah. of you know how how ridiculous that event was in yeah. scope. Well, no, I when I woke up that morning and I checked my phone and I'm like holy shit! I go to the voicemails and like the first three are my dad. Yeah. The first one from my dad was like, "Rich, is everything okay? Give me a call when you if if you get this." I'm like, "If I get this." And your mom's a worry wart too. Oh, so yeah. I'm sure she was egging well, him. No, on. my dad was like 10 times worse than my mom. It was kind of weird. Like my mom was like my mom was like, uh, he's probably at work and he's sleeping." Mm -hmm. My mom was my mom and I have this weird thing anyway. And I mean, you know it's scary too when the people that never worry, that don't worry, yeah. are calling you constantly. And that's that's what it was. That's what triggered yeah. me to the be like, "Oh, some shit went down and it's involving nerd culture because my dad is calling me and he's in, 
by the third message he's in like blind panic he's like call me now please here's a weird thing to me is that um they after this event they had people go um they they rallied together to make a petition to make christian bale go visit victims in the hospital and to me i'm just kind of like you know if if i went to star wars um to see star wars and i was shot and i woke up like no offense seeing mark hamill isn't gonna make me feel any better right yeah. you know well, what i mean and it was it was weird too because the way they were asking christian bale to like go visit it was like a people, guilt trip yeah almost. they were like almost guilting him like they were there to see your movie and they got shot and like this could have happened to anyone in any movie yeah. like it was it was nonsensical completely mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like and you know and i'm sh- just i can't imagine like even by proxy the guilt that the movie makers must have felt like yeah. they were there to see your movie like yeah it's massive you know so like I mean, there's no need reason. there's no need to like play skill where no. it doesn't go because i mean no. even you know there's probably people in the theater like to this day that have survivor's guilt like yeah. it's a and serious problem don't, don't get, get me wrong. wrong it's cool to support and you know like for when when um so like for instance i know chris pratt and chris evans uh had a bet and whoever lost had to go visit the kids in the hospital and they're in their outfits right as a yeah. superhero and they both went anyway. Yeah, I don't know what the bet was or who lost, but they both showed up as Star Lord and Captain America, yeah. either way to visit sick kids. Don't get me wrong; those those things are still amazing. You know, that, that's great. You know, yeah. what I mean that they would do that and do these things for these kids. Um, but but you know, in an event like that where it's just kind of like you know, it's a traumatic event. It's like no offense. It's like yeah, we were seeing your movie, Christian Bale, but like you being here right now, there's a you know. Maybe we can meet later, except that will bring back some vicious memories. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I saw some campaigns where they were like, oh, yeah, he should dress as Batman. And, and I'm like, really? Really? You think that's the appropriate response for shooting victims, seeing the Dark Knight Rises to see Batman show up at the hospital and be like, sorry, I wasn't there? What right. the fuck? Like, what is he supposed to say? You know, he shows up as Batman. And he's like, sorry, the movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's kind of the. Oh, I'm sorry. Brian's pitching in. From my own like idea. You're gonna be really quiet, Brian. Here, take my mic. Thank you very much. But from my own idea is that if I was an actor in a movie and I knew this was going to happen, I'd make a mass shout out call and try to do like a fundraiser for all these families and victims and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. I think that's ultimately what he did. Really? Yeah, he probably yeah, because, did. Because yeah. he's Bruce Wayne. We'll throw well, you a fundraiser. Uh, well, no. After after this happened, the, the organiz- organization started AuroraRises.org. Yes, I remember mm-hmm. that. And that was to help the victims or the survivors of the you know the people that... right paying for funerals and yeah paying for medical bills yeah you know and I mean? like the loss of income of this person that died in this theater you know he Affecting. had a, he had a wife and a young baby at home mm-hmm. so that loss of income is gonna probably put them on the streets whatever yeah it's a victim support fund and once that started i think that warner brothers and christian bale and a lot of people involved in the movie kind of kicked into that oh yeah because you know when they're you know when christian bale is making 20 million for that movie he's probably gonna throw in five five hundred thousand at the minimum you know yeah yeah but i mean to kind of side go to the side of this conversation have either of you ever considered joining the 501st legion 
I have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I've thought <sighs> about it, too, just because, like, people are like, what do you mean the 501st Legion? And I'm like, well, in Colorado, there's a mountain garrison. They're based in, I think, Estes. Yeah. Um, but they have legions all over the place where they just, you dress as Star Wars characters yeah. and, like, you go do parades, you go visit kids in hospitals. Like, I've always considered yeah. it just because I think that's great. And the only like the only thing stopping you from getting in is you have to provide your own costume yeah, yeah. and then you're in you're good and it is expensive looking at that stuff it's like you can and you know it's super expensive and time consuming to make a costume alone let alone buy one because yeah. you don't have the time to do that now um what what character no this does look fun and it's really cool that they do this what what character would you guys pick because i always wanted to get a kylo ran out as soon as that started, Kylo Ren is my boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I would probably just start with just a normal Stormtrooper. Or right. at least, well, and I know that for uh, the release of Episode 7, uh-huh. they pulled some of the 501st members and actually gave them the props for the new Stormtrooper uniform so that they could be at the premiere. Yep. Yep. Like, so that they had Stormtroopers, like, lining the red carpet yeah, at the exactly. premiere. Yeah, exactly. The new ones, the fancy ones. Yeah. It was, like, just stuff like that is just really cool. And, like, and that's the thing about special characters, though, like Kylo and Vader. I think you actually have to be, like, in the Legion for a bit. You have to have been there for a while. Before. Really? Because they, they don't want, like, five Vaders walking around. Right. It's true. So yeah. they like to yeah. do a bunch of Stormtroopers with Vaders walking and, around. And whenever they do, like, um, charity works or whatever, they rotate. So, like, you know, you were Vader last time, Look you can't be Vader again. the money they've collected yeah. from year-to-year reported figures of fundraising. 2013, 262,000. 2014, down a little bit by, you know, there were only 200,000. Next year, doubling their numbers. Um, more than doubling. And then in 2016, 889,000. That is almost a million dollars raised. Another, the newer Star Wars 2015 was 2015 is when it started and then so you know you get that kind of like yeah you get that kind of awareness yeah they probably had a That's huge really cool. uh, large recruitment come in can we agree here um that if we do 501st legion that we'll just we'll it you know we'll just be the coolest wookies instead of like you can't, you can't be yeah. I don't think you can be a Wookiee you, you, have, you have to be Empire you, you can't be, be Rebels really? yes. it's bad guys doing good oh yeah because that's, that's the whole, the whole thing. point okay yeah. fuck them I don't care I want to be a Wookiee can we, we can be evil Wookiees sure I don't think I don't think I don't know aren't you a little tall to be a short trooper <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not so, oh, okay. I could be a short yeah. so, so, yeah, Royal oh, Guard okay. is the one I would go with. Really? Okay. I Royal Guard. I've always thought the ones Question. in red were so sharp. They are. I remember I was looking up, um, I was editing a video last week, and I was looking up uh, just clips of Return of the Jedi, and, like, it's actually really funny in comparison to the first, uh, or in, in comparison of Return of the Jedi to The Last Jedi, that, like, in Return of the Jedi, the, the Royal Garrison, they just disappear, like, behind yep. the things, and, and then he kills the Emperor, and all this whole fight goes down, right? And the Royal Guard just disappeared. They don't even try to help. I know, sir. <laughs> and then you get to The Last Jedi, and they, you know, uh, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen that movie, which you would have if you cared by now, they, uh, when they freaking cut, the, when when Kylo Ren kills Snoke, and then the Praetorian Guards are like, fuck. Yeah. And they're like, you have to die now, and they go to kill them. That was, you know, Uh-oh. like a cool make sense moment of, of The Last Jedi, you know, incredibly. Uh-huh. Best, it's funny, funny in that comparison. Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially. Yeah. Well, I love the Praetorian Guard, too. I just like the red in 
the yeah. I don't know what it is. That it's I think it's just the red in contrast to all yeah. of the other uniforms. Like it's really like, cool. Like you'll see stormtroopers all in the white and they're coming around, you know, and you know the argument is made that your aim is your aim is worse than a stormtrooper's, and the argument's always made that stormtroopers give you the warning shot. Right. They're not going for the kill immediately like the rebel scum. Very true. <laughs> now, would you, you said you would be Royal Garrison. I want to be Kylo Ren. If we had our first picks, that's what we would do. My second pick would be a biker scout. Just a sniper. Biker oh, scout would be my second pick. Nice. Yeah, that's good. I, oh, look. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I would, if I, I, I would go in as just a normal stormtrooper, but I would love what to be a Republic commando. Oh, oh, I would yeah, love to be a one. Republic commander. They need to remake that game so bad, and I've made the argument. It just became backwards compatible on Xbox. No, it did. Oh, it did. I already, I already bought it. It's already downloaded oh, it's there? on your Xbox. I need to play that so bad. Okay, well, uh, after I have my surgery, that's uh, it's on the list for sure. Well, there you go, so, Daniel. You could yeah. be a Kashyyyk trooper. Is it there? Oh, oh, uh, eh, the green one. I don't know. Only if we go play in the mountains. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's so awesome. What if you went le legit hunting in, in that? Did you guys know, I was reading um, um, about solo comic spinoffs, like things that it might have adapted from. Did you guys ever read the crazy one where, like, they go through a time warp and the Millennium Falcon crash lands on Earth? No. Yes, it sounds crazy. So the Millennium Falcon, the end of this just random-ass comic, the Millennium Falcon crashes on Earth. It's way in the past, and then Native Americans kill Han, and then Chewie runs into the woods... And, and that's why we have Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yes, and then I have heard of this. Then and yes. then and then yeah, and then it's like uh, and then it's like four decades later, Indiana Jones and Short Round walk up to the skeleton of Delvon and go, the the this is where Bigfoot came from was the spaceship. <laughs> that is funny, nice. dude. Some of the some of the Star Wars extended universe stuff was a little weird. I read the like. Uh, they were they were half comic books i, I would say graphic novels right. more like but they mm -hmm. also just had pages of text like normal novels but they like did it was always it was after episode six stuff right like yeah. uh i remember like zorba the hut and yeah like, oh yeah and he was like super was sister. she wanted she wanted revenge it was zorba yeah. was his sister and the art was so stupid Stupid. Yes, it was. Do you guys remember the art of that junior? Because it was a junior novel. I remember when it was Zorba yes. the Hut, and like it was just basically Job of the Hut with with like uh, 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 braids. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it was it was hilarious. Google a picture of Zorba the Hut for everyone. I don't know if I can handle more Star Wars googling Zorba. after the low Baca exchange. Yeah, go back to Tavaka. Go back to Tavaka. And that's totally just yep. photoshopped. Oh my god. Zorba. Go to that. Yeah, go to the next, one, go to the next one. Yeah, and she's got a beard. The shit. So there's that. Rasta Jabba. Zorba the Hutt's. No, we'll be no cry. Oh, yeah, oh, Zorba oh, the Hutt's oh, Revenge. Oh, oh. I yeah, read change that, it to that. But... There it is. Thank you. Wow. Zorba the Hutt's Revenge. Yep. Thank you for sending. Thank you for sending me back. All right, I'm writing that so down far. because Zorba the Hutt's Revenge would make an awesome band name. <laughs> <laughs> that is also true. That, that was yes. those. I read that whole series of books. Um. Yeah, yep, there's, there's one, one of the comic, comic images, <laughs> and, and like I remember, like part of the part of the like the conflict in the book is that they're hanging out. Um, oh my god, I'm spacing the name right now. What? No, no, no. Where? Go up. Where? Down, down, down. Right there. Top left. <laughs> somebody, 
Somebody photoshopped uh, Java's he head onto the Hulk's body. Hitting yeah. the gym. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's awesome. Just wow. That's Whoever awesome. Did that, give us. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, I feel like if, um but no the cool thing about the extended universe is that like um I enjoy that it's still respected in movies. Now these things aren't the exact same in the spin-offs because obviously um Han got a ton of like, you know, in between books, right? Oh, yeah. A bunch of prequel books and they respect that stuff. But yeah. it's not um, – at one point they're in an office. You guys got to look for Easter eggs, and that's all I'm going to say. But if you've seen book covers, you'll know, and you'll see things where you're like, that's from the extended universe. It's not canon anymore. That's that's extended universe. That's from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. Fun stuff. Yeah. Nice. Keep I an loved – and I think my favorite extended universe stuff was, like, reading, like, young Ben Kenobi books. Reading, yeah. like, even, like – Yeah, there was the one Giant Apprentice was, ones. Yeah, even the Can you one Google that, that Brian? was uh, – the what was it the early Jedi Apprentice yeah, novels? Jedi Apprentice novels. They were like, like oh, of course you stop on Jedi Outcasts with Kyle Katorn. Katorn. Dude, favorite guy, NA. Yeah. Boom, First all those Star books. The, yes, the Rising I love Force. These books. And he had a Qui Gon had a had a. Uh, and Qui Gon didn't Apprentice even want Obi Wan to. Yeah. Yeah. He because he messed up uh, an Apprentice who went to the dark side. Yeah. Xanatos. Uh, uh, was his name these covers were the coolest and i remember oh, um, this is like taking me i remember right back <laughs> right i remember getting a bunch of these books and then just like um enjoying the shit out of the covers but never being able to get through all of them i remember something like that in elementary school where I right ooh uh three over the day of reckoning that's when that's when uh xanatos captures them on a uh on a planet and they're like, no. Oh, The Dark Rival. That was book number two. I remember that. The Dark Rival. Click that one open. Yeah, yeah. Are oh, we yeah. seeing this on I the screen, too? Yeah. I read that one. Brian? He already, yeah, he selected these. Oh, okay. Things. I was just saying. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, they can see this stuff here. Okay. No, that's cool. Yep. The Dark Rival, man. It's just like it's taking me back. They have so much of this stuff to draw from, and I don't – they're obviously not going to do something like this, but, you know. Um, see, and that's the one I can – I can res- – like – I don't, I don't know if respect, respect is the right, right word. word. I can understand why they would want to scrap the EU. Because, like, it, it restrains creation. Oh, yeah. I'm like, they they had all the way to Han Leia's death, and they had to freaking count Dooku being an apprentice. Yeah. Like, and I remember there was one series that was set, like, a thousand years after, you know, Luke died. And, like, it was just these kids, and the Jedi were just a myth again. And, like... It, I, I understand why mm-hmm. they would scrap it because mm-hmm. that it, they had nothing to work with. <laughs> oh Under the mat, the key is. That's funny. Oh my gosh. Um, we're we're getting close to a full episode here. Is there anything anyone like you know desperately wanted to talk about? Because we are going to take a break here and then move on to the long-awaited the last Jedi catch-up. Is it? Um, is there anything else that um, anyone desperately wants to talk about? I have one thing. No, go for it. Last episode, we talked about the Watchmen. Yes. I have since seen developments. Okay. Um, first of all, uh, said show, The Watchmen, is being developed on HBO by the same showrunner as Lost and Bates Motel, Damon Lindelof. Okay. Um, Damon Lindelof was also uh, made scriptwriter of Prometheus, the Alien prequel. Um, I think that script got passed around to like seven people, so it wasn't a wonder why that you know yeah, why that yeah. story yeah. didn't make any sense, right? Yeah. Um, but then there was the ending of Lost, which was an issue. So did, can you look up Watchmen for me, Ryan, on the screen? Now, recently, 
it was confirmed and I want to know how you feel about this I haven't even touched a comic yet I haven't watched a movie yet um, okay go scroll up go to so they casted some people but um it really doesn't matter because they're starting over okay current time period they're not going backwards it will Wait, not, it will what? not be it will not be 60s they're it will doing, not be 70s 80s or 90s it is a current day setting for Whoa. the Watchmen reboot. That's see, I Dang, well, because like the the book. You've, you've read, read the book, book right? Yes. Oh, right you've there, seen the right movie, Ryan. Um, DC's Watchmen too. TV adaptation won't be a sequel or reboot. And, and here's the thing too. I watch. I watched the movie, and I was interested enough that I read the book. And then it, it was just weird because. Um, you know, you've heard about like how Zack Snyder, like he didn't really like comics, but he read like Watchmen and The Dark Knight Returns, um, and he loved those. Even though, and like I feel like uh, that's another topic, but though those comics were almost like a scathing like this is why superheroes aren't real because this is because people are messy and superheroes can't be like for them to be idols, they can't be people. Yeah, like and. I was, I was that was, I was just shocked. shocked. I was more shocked about Rorschach in the, yeah. in the book because they tone him way down. From yes, the they do. And, and I thought, and I thought he was, you know, I was like, wow, this guy's kind of like edgy. But and I love how the fight scenes in the book were dirty. They weren't yeah. cool. They were nasty because that's what it's like when people fight, yeah. super powered or not. It's it's not a pleasant thing to watch. Yeah. And yeah, I love I love the comic. Well, yeah, the it. The comic was kind of a parallel of the DC superhero universe, just a mockery of it. Almost. Oh, yeah. Like, Rorschach is what Batman actually is. Night Owl is what Batman is trying to be. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, and then Superman, Dr. Manhattan. Oh, yeah. All the way. And then Wonder Woman is kind of there as the... Silk Spectre. Yeah. 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 Who's just a sex object to all the men. Yes. Yep. And that's so. uh, that's why I love that. Because it, like, small tangent, that's why I think uh, Batman v Superman wasn't good. Because Zack Snyder, it's like he took this book that was a scathing, like, indictment of what superhero books had become and he was like and he took it as like this is what superhero books should be you know what i mean like yeah. that's kind of the impression mm -hmm. i got from like the dark knight returns like that whole like why did you say that name like yeah right yeah. i was just like oh. he, got really, he, got, he got really deep into it and then he was like oh shit they're supposed to be friends how do i fix this oh i know their moms have the same name right and it's not like superman in that moment would have been like save martha he would have been like no you have to save my mom like he wouldn't like right yeah. <laughs> no that whole thing was just like it and it's funny because like the dark knight returns you know watchmen these are books that the like fanboys still are just like that was the height of it and i was yeah. like but that was it was almost a parody of yeah. it but i love yeah so, so after, after the end of lost damon lindelof came under fire um, for the way he ended the show, didn't explain everything. Um, I'm I'm a I'm a positive Paul, so you know, did, was it a rough ending? Yeah. Did it? Was it any less awesome? I um, no. watched that An ending. Article: with you. How Lost Changed TV Forever. You know, I was well, I was a little sad that there wasn't just more to it because there were things in in you know. Um, 
uh, in the show where, for instance, there's like a giant Egyptian statue on the island. At one point, they're selling pass and it's just a foot. And then they do a flashback on the island at one point, and then the statue was giant. It was full. They do some time jumps. Lost is still similarly one of the best science fiction shows ever made. And there's a reason why Lost is called a show that changed TV forever. It's because Lost still made a... That's that's well. It's on Hulu. You guys can watch it. But Damon Lindelof came under fire. That's probably why there's a five-page letter on Instagram of him explaining what he's about to do with Watchmen. How he was a fan. I read a little line in there that said something about like what uh, uh, being a, being a fan is and like what a true fan is. I I was reading lines in here. So and if it's five pages long, it's like you know people are just automatically. I think he's afraid that his version of this adaption, people are automatically going to be like, well, if you're not going to do it the way it's supposed to be done, then fuck you and all of your bullshit past mistakes. I'm not hopping on board an immediate mistake. I'm, How do you feel about that, Rich? Being like you know, and then I'm, you too yeah, because you're, you're really into Watchmen too. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. it too, but I think Let's he's see, I, I think he's the authority on this one though. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. I'm not going to read that letter. I'm not going to look at anything coming up for this Watchman. I just want to see what he does with it. Mm-hmm. Especially now, you kind of that saying it's going to be modern day with I. If it's modern day with the after effects of what happened as a result at the end of Watchmen, I'm really, really excited to see what he's well, going to do. Well, this is it's not a sequel, though. It's not a sequel. Okay. It's like all that stuff never happened, and he's just basically taking the loose term of Watchmen and applying it to a current day situation. Okay. Well, I'm still not going to read that letter. Okay. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the pilot. I'm going to. Okay. Hey, maybe we can do a show show talk. Let the show talk. We can do a little Watchmen podcast too. When it it starts, when it comes, and when it's going, we can actually have you know a conversation about it as soon as we watch it. I've got a very limited experience with Damon Lindelof. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, my biggest experience with Damon Lindelof is that he blew up Vulcan. He blew up a seminal planet in the Star Trek universe. He blew it up. It's done. Because he wrote Star Trek, right? He he wrote Star Trek, yes. Okay. Has he, he wrote written, the reboot. Has he written all of them? I don't know. No, because Simon Pegg wrote Beyond. Right. Right. I don't know if he wrote Into Darkness or... I'm fairly certain whoever wrote Wrath of Khan actually wrote Into Darkness. Interesting. But I can Google it, Brian. <laughs> Pretty much, Please, well, the, well, no, I'm making the joke that it's pretty oh, much a reboot yeah, of no, Star Trek II. Right. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, and, that was, uh, yeah. yeah. I gotta be, be I rolled honest. my eyes so hard at that. And but. it's like, they're trying not to say that Benedict Cumberbatch uh, uh, is con. We all knew he was con. Yeah. We all knew he was con just looking at it, knowing that it was the Kelvin universe. We all knew that Kirk was going to trade spots with Spock at the end and die. Yeah. Like, But also that they weren't going to end with that and they were going to revive him by yeah. the end of the movie. So, I don't know. A lot yeah. of that movie was predictable. I think that's why people had issues with it. So, uh, Into Darkness, Ryan. Um, and then it should say on the Wikipedia who wrote it. And then we can click that and see director, feature. Yeah, no, go to the Wikipedia then. We'll find out who wrote it. See if because if it was similar enough, that would be really interesting. But also, what if it was just a cheap write-up? Yeah, Robert Orsi, Alex Kurtzman, and Damon Lindelof. Yeah, they're all on the same page with that. And Alex Kurtman, Kurtzman, I think, was behind a lot of the um, Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man, the second reboot 
of Spider-Man. He was behind a lot of that. And he was the one trying to, like, get Sinister Six before Sony went, okay, we're fucking everything up. Let's hand this over to Marvel for And just know, take our cut. Movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll still right. own Spider-Man, but let yeah. the guys that are good at making movies make movies. It's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm about at my limit of the reboots. Same. Seriously. I have a hard time giving a shit about, you know, uh, the new Spider-Man, and he's the best so far. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't, okay, but I'm going to have to agree to disagree. I feel like Sam Raimi's was. I still love, and I made the argument, Spider-Man 2 was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I still, I grew up on those two. I really like those two. You know what I mean? Um, but it's however you depict him, right? Because, you know, you can you can have him, like, however you want, and he would still be good. We need to save the Spider-Man conversation I'm, for Cody. I'm yeah. s- I'm still just very, very, very tired of saying Spider-Man 2 and the response, which one? Right. It's kind of like, okay, can we stop rebooting shit already? Yeah. Okay, there are so many comic book characters to make movies about. Stop rebooting. Yeah, well, even... Stop rebooting. They're working on it. They're working on it. You're kidding me. No, and, and Illumination has um, Mario. Has Mario? Yeah, there is a legit Mario movie coming not from again. the makers of. No, no not again. It's from not the not again. If we're talking about it's a CGI. If we're talking movie. about movies, we're excited about. It's like I'm Despicable really looking me. forward to Wreck-It Ralph breaks the internet. Yes, oh, yeah, I'm stupid really am for that movie. That. I love <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph. I'm waiting for him to break the internet. I think it's gonna be hilarious. It's true. It's true. But, um and then uh I mean there's a million things to talk about here and we were yeah. can we, we were go- going back to Damon Lindelof I and that's fine with the show I'm trying to remember there was something there was a really good point I wanted to make what did we hit after that what, what was before Wreck It Ralph what was before Spider Man we were talking about reboots I think you were bringing up your last point that you wanted Robert to talk Orsi's. about before I break and we were talking about the Watchmen and show there's enough there's enough here. Yeah. All right. Just as a heads up for future podcasts, I would like to suggest that if someone is going on and you have a thought, say bookmark. Okay. Okay. And then when that person finishes their point or whatever, then you go, what was that bookmark? It's true. And that, that audio cue of bookmark will remind you of what, popped into your head when that was being discussed. Or we can write it down with our fucking notepads that we don't yeah. touch. <laughs> well, you can write it down, but actually say bookmark so that everyone is reminded you have a point to make to come back to. Right. Let's finish on something very important that's happening soon. You talk about Wreck-It Ralph um, breaks the internet. Um, we just found out, A, one thing that I do want to point out, that uh, Ralph is a summon in Kingdom Hearts 3. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a summon along with Ariel. Um, I just went from six to midnight. So um, also, anyway, but yes. but, but oh. before we get too far off of that, one more thing: yes. Are you guys ready for Incredibles two? Oh God, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I've waited been waiting so long. Yeah, yeah. I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah. time. I was, I've been ready for Incredibles two. I'm thinking a double feature because I heard it picks up exactly where the last one ended off with its cliffhanger. Like, because people were asking, like, how much time has passed between Incredibles 1 and 2? And they said, none. Two seconds. Yeah. Like, maybe 10 seconds. And they start off with their fight with the Mole Man. Yeah. Yes. The Digger. The Underminer. The Underminer. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am beneath you, but no one is beneath me. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, man. Excited for that. Anyway. I'm so freaking amped for that. That's, that's, that remains favorite comic book 6th? movie. 
Yeah. Okay. Something like that. I need to get it. Excellent. I want to do a double feature. Yes. I'll uh, let you guys know. Maybe yeah. we can convene. All right. Do it all so in the same place. Final, final note. Final, 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 final note. Yeah. Thanks for reminding us, Brian. This is, God, Brian. Final note. I don't know what we do without you sometimes. My wife is a sorcerer. A sorcerer using the... So, Wingardium Leviosa. I don't know how she does the things she does. So every time she does something that just blows my fucking mind, I, I declare it sorcery and just kind of, you know... There's a team of villagers in my head going, She's a witch! Anyway. So I've been, I've been getting quotes on the electrical for the Den of Bricks. And the quotes that I have been getting have been around like 900 what is, to a grand. What is the Den of Bricks again? The Den of Bricks is the future of the podcast where we can fit everyone and actually have room to move around and not have to like you know unplug things to move and all that fun business. So it's a little tight in here. It's, it's little, very tight in here. Little, so we're I mean, gonna have nice, but we're gonna have more room in the den of bricks to do more things visually and everything, and better have more guests, too. better equipment, everything like that. Mm-hmm. But activities. first, but first, so much room for activities. But first, we need electrical because there are two outlets in there, and they're in awkward spots to really supply power for everything my my wife had an electrician come in because i fucked up all the electrical in there long story short this electrician comes in talks to her for 10 minutes gives her a 300 quote and fixes everything that was broken in there so next tuesday i'm getting the electrical done in the den of bricks by next podcast it will be ready so what you're saying is in a week we will be podcasting in the Den of Bricks? Potentially. Well, we will be out of the Library of Arts and Interests and into If not next week, the Den in two weeks. Yes. Right? Yes, definitely. This if is so exciting. Next week this is so exciting. Weeks. So exciting. And then, Brian, your setup's going to be real, real pent out because we have a two-monitor and a desk set up down there. Yes. Like, just need a PC down there. Exactly. Well, yeah. this is a laptop, so we we'll can, take we that. Can but take eventually, that with us, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you end up building a PC like you said, we can optimize that for doing stuff like this. Yes, step at a time. But well, yeah, because it's yeah. yeah. That's how we all build our PCs is a step. Right. Time, you know what I mean? You help me build mine. I help Brian build his. And yes. I'll help Rich build his. Yeah, well, uh, Brian will help Rich build the circle his. circle of PC love. The circle of PC love. I love it. It's true. So. And then uh, maybe we can make a video series out of that. Show yes. everyone how we're making our PC, how we're doing this. It'll be yeah. easy. It'll be fun. It'll be yes. whatever. We just try yeah. to record everything. Good times. Try to do yeah. We always record whenever we're talking at this point just because we're getting to know each other. And I think that's a good wrap point. So. No, it is. Thank you for joining us today, Joe Oliver. Oh, yes. no problem. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome back anytime. Um, yes. when we invite you, <laughs> but no, yeah. If you have an open Saturday and you're kind of like, well, you know, I really, you know, I've built up a ton of thoughts. You just let us know, and you're always welcome here. Absolutely. We'll always do it. Awesome. Um, we'll always, uh, you're so, always welcome. Yes, I need to feed my vices in peace. So yeah, I'm rich. I'm Daniel. I'm Joe. Uh, thanks for joining us, everyone. Make sure to tweet us what you thought of the podcast at WDMR Podcast uh, on Twitter. You can also find all of the episodes on SoundCloud.com slash WDMR Podcast. That's where all of our episodes are right now. I am working on uploading to YouTube. Uh, we actually just purchased a website and a web domain. We will eventually have everything squared up so that we can get on iTunes and so we can get on Stitcher, um, two of the other you know main podcast hubs and uh, hopefully just spread out the reach so make sure you're telling your friends make sure you're reaching out to us we will address you in real life who you are we'll go hey person listening like i said hey taylor 
Hey, Peggy. People that are friends, and I'm sure Claudia is listening now, said woman of one Mr. Joe Oliver. My BFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF